Hey everybody, it's your old pals Ian, Chewy, Alan, and Ryan. And we're here to talk about all the great shows on the Stuff and Things Podcast Network, aren't we boys? How many yes. shows? Oh wait, sorry. Uh, yes, we are. How many shows? <laughs> There's four good of job, them, Alan. Alan. Four good. of them, and they come out on all different various days of the week. Uh, of course, uh, every Friday you can listen to the original, the classic Stuff and Things, where Chewy and I uh, just kind of talk to each other like we're best buddies. We just kind of talk like just you're like you, your best buddies, like you just and your best like friends best talk, like, yeah. like we're best buddies, like we're best buddies. Yeah. Watch it, you're on thin ice. I have Alan over here. I am it's right fun. here. Be friends with Alan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll go well. Uh, so yeah. you can check that out every single Friday if you like hearing conversations that you and your friends would have, but with two total strangers. <laughs> Uh, what else do we have on the Stuff and Things podcast now, boys? Well, I'm glad you asked, Ian. <laughs> Alan Sell. I took it. a stance here. Uh, <laughs> we have four color commentary. Uh, what's a that comic, show about? It's a comic. I'm about to get to that. Gee, Alan, what's that show about? Thank you. I'm so glad you asked. Uh, it's a comic book podcast where four comic book nerds talk about books that they bring, sort of like a comic book book club, but we also talk about other things like movies and comic book happenings on top of all that. So... Uh, it comes out every other Wednesday, which is free, uh, not free comic book day, but it is sometimes. <laughs> it's just every comic book day. If your parents every are still other. buying your comic books like they are for me, then it is free comic book day. <laughs> it's every other Wednesday that comes out. Gosh, that sounds great. <laughs> Ryan's really excited. Ryan, uh, tell us about the redheaded stepchild of the Seven Things Podcast the, Network. The, the, uh, the, the sad, lonely other child of the Seven <laughs> Things Podcast Network is a podcast we like to call Super Action Bros. <laughs> podcast we talk about movies with explosions and car chases and lots of people dying a lot and stuff uh it's yeah. every saturday the most action-packed day of the week with ryan and ian yeah where we take a critical look at those movies that are commonly watched while eating a lot of popcorn and snacks uh and Chewy- pizza and beer and stuff <laughs> i like those things Chewy, isn't there one more podcast that we're forgetting about nope let's move forward In the dark recesses of the stuff and things podcast network oh, where only the brave dare dwell not me. I'm out of here. Yes. I'm here <laughs> to tell you about the. You already talked about the redheaded stepchild. I'm here to tell you about the neglected, jet black haired, evil demon ghost. son of the sun ghost. Of the, <laughs> the sun ghost? Yes. The ghost of the sun? Exactly. Oh, I was thinking like a sun ghost. Like oh, sun, sun of ghost. Yeah. <laughs> it, is, uh, it is referred to as Eyes in the Dark, where we talk about horror movies oh. with. Movie expert, Dr. Oh, yes. Jurassic Price, <laughs> and the classic and ever velvety voiced Evan is on it. <laughs> and of course, because we have busy schedules, it is released every other Monday, the most terrifying day of the week. Monday is legit the most terrifying day of the week. See, guys, there's something for everyone here on the Stuff and Things Podcast Network. Everybody can enjoy a little something here. Um, and we want you to enjoy now. So sit back, relax, get yourself a nice beer or juice box. Yeah, if you're driving, don't drink beer. Don't do that. The juice box the is fine. But what you can do is Root enjoy. Beer, also okay. <laughs> what you can do is enjoy another fine Stuff and Things podcast. Judgment time. Let's finish this. 
Welcome to Super Action Bros, the podcast to talk about movies with explosions and car chases. And Carl Urban going, mm, a lot. Welcome a lot of, a lot to uh, the first week of, uh, what are we going to call this month? Mm, super Action Month. No. 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 <laughs> That's the name of the show. Um, um, comic. We're going to call action it. Action Month. Um, Little Comics. Hold on. If we're going to call it. talked about this before. We yeah, started, we should have. So. Uh, Hi, I'm Ryan. I'm Ian. Hello. This is the first uh, month of our, uh, our, our our podcast that is about um, action movies that are not based on DC or Marvel. Action movies that are books. based on comic books, but not based on comic books from DC C comics or, or, Marvel or Marvel comics. comics. Um, oh, I got it. Sure. This is, uh, we're going to call it the Big Two Boot Month. Or we're giving the boot to the Big Two mo- oh. movie. Uh, maybe two comic book companies, and we're giving it uh, back to the people, back to the other creators, all the other people who are like, we have comics that would make cool movies, so we're giving it to them. So this is Big Two Boot Month, or two months actually, part one, month one of month Big Two one. Boot. Yeah, yeah. Um, so which we watched the uh, movie Dread. Yeah, kicking it Dread. off with 2012's Dread. Yes, not not Sylvester not Stallone. Dread. No, Dread. not that Judge Dread. This is this one's called Dread. But they're both based on the same character. We'll, yeah, we'll talk about that. Who, um, yeah. But we'll, so we'll talk about that. We'll give, we'll give you a backstory on the comic book character because we're comic book nerds as well. Four color commentary every other uh, new comic book day, which is Wednesday for all you noobs. Um, but before we get into that, let's go through the business of the show. We always like to start with the business. Yeah, yeah. It's an easy way to get some stuff out of the way. If you like what we do, some ways you can reach out to us. Way number one is our website, uh, superactionbros.com. It's a Tumblr site, so you can follow us there. Hit the little plus button right there, and boom, you're following us. Whenever we have updates or cool stuff, we post it on there. Yes. Um, you can also uh, follow us on various social media. We do have uh, Twitter, if you'd like to follow us on Twitter, uh, at, uh, at Super Action Bros. You can also reach us individually. For me, Ian, it's at Irich. That's at I-R-I-T-C-H. I'm on Twitter at Ryan Roop. That's R-Y-A-N-R-U-P-P-E. Uh, you can also reach out to us on Facebook. Give us a big thumbs up. Uh, we uh, also do have a uh, account on a website called Letterboxd, letterboxd.com. It's a social media movie website. Uh, I'm not sure if there's an app or anything like that, or maybe a web mobile version. There, there's a mobile version, and they're working on an app. Perfect. They announced that an app is coming awesome so you can check that out make leave your own movie reviews and check ours out as well uh and you can also uh, email us the old school way super action bros at gmail.com and feel free to check out some of the other shows we have on the stuff and things podcast network which is what we are part of um and you can check that out at stuff and things network.com actually reviews on itunes yes and also that as well we also stars we like those um so Ryan and I came back with also Chewy, our co-host of, of Four Color Commentary and stuff and things, respectively, um, <clears throat> from WonderCon today. So this Ooh, is a, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're, the, we're the first day of WonderCon as this is being recorded. Um, and yeah, uh, it was pretty neat and pretty nifty. It got me in the comic book loving mood. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because I saw a picture of Judge Dredd drawn today by one of the artists, and I was like, oh, we're going to talk about that later. Oh, yeah. 
So, um, so Ryan, let's talk about Dre. Let's talk about let's talk about the comic book origin of sure. this character first, a little bit, uh, just briefly, um, just to kind of give our, our audience kind of idea of what is this comic it's based on, very briefly, and then we'll go into the movie and all that business. So, who is Dread? Who is Judge Dread? Well, Judge Dread comes from uh, a a book that comes out weekly in the UK called 2000 AD, which is sort of a science fiction comic book anthology that's published weekly with a couple of different stories. And, mm-hmm. and you, and then, you know, like there's a judge dread story one month and the next month in the same week, you get it to get the next little chunk of the judge dread. Story. Oh, cool. Uh, and so uh, judge Dredd has been around for a pretty long time since the eighties uh, created by John Wagner and Carlos Ezguerra. Okay. As I'm not entirely sure how to say the yeah. last name. And briefly, who is the character of dread? Sure. Mm-hmm. Judge dread. I mean, it's, it's a, he's, he's like a future cop, yes. but, but in this part of the future, uh, cops are the judge, the jury and the executioner. They so are the entire legal system. There is no lawyers or no. Or, yeah, or, they they call them the uh, they. It's not the Department of Justice, but it's something very similar to that. Yeah, I can't remember like that. it was in the movie. But yeah, they they are everything. There is no trial. There is just a judgment. Yes, uh, instantly. So yeah. you can either go quietly, and if you say no, nah, screw you, like they're like, all right, I will execute you now. Yeah. <laughs> that is it. So there was previously a Judge Dredd movie. Uh, as we mentioned yes. previously, and uh, Sylvester what year, Stallone, nineteen ninety-five. Now, Judge Dredd in the comic books is known for one characteristic, and that is that he never takes his helmet off. He wears his really, like, he kind of looks almost like RoboCop, yeah, mixed with like Terminator because he has big, broad shoulders. He's got these huge, like, yeah, they're all sort of gold. cut from the same cloth. Yeah, and they, it, it's 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 probably a, a parody of those in some small way. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he's got this big old helmet. It's like it's pretty pretty tough boy looking, and and. <laughs> In the, in the other movie, in Judge Dredd, he takes it off right away. In the comic, that's a no-no. He never takes it off. Though, I mean, to be fair, in 1995, if you're paying Sylvester Stallone you that want much to money, face, right. you want to see, you want to pay for, you know, you don't. It's not, you know, pay for a whole seat, but you only are going to need the edge. You want all of Sylvester Stallone. Oh, for sure. Um, but it, it wasn't. Uh, from my recollection, it was uh, while as goofy as it is, and yeah. Ryan loves goofy, silly superhero I do, movies. I do a lot. It actually. wasn't very true to the character, though. No, no, it wasn't. And, it, and M- much, much like you could argue that the dark version of Batman, Batman Robin, wasn't really true to that. Neither was Batman Returns, to be honest. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, uh, uh, that's uh, another conversation. That's another conversation. But yeah. anyway, but but it's like it's it wasn't true to the comic book character. It wasn't what that audience wanted. And Plus, so, that movie did try to do too much. It tried to do too much like world building and changing everything, and it was. I'd, we should probably do that at some point, but yeah. we're not going to watch that movie this time. But we watched the good one first. Yeah, and so years went by. Years and years and years went by. Twenty. No, no, twenty years, no, but a little uh, about twenty Almost years now. Yeah, it was you know, but 20. like what, like eight, seventeen, eighteen yeah, years. Yeah, seventeen years. And then all of a sudden, this other movie, Dread, is coming out, and we're like, Dread, like Judge Dread, like oh no. I remember seeing this at Comic Con. In fact, I actually have it. I don't know where it is, but it fell. I think it fell behind my bed at my at my parents' house where I used to live. They actually gave me a promotional Dread badge. Oh, did they one. really? I have That's one awesome. somewhere. So I'll have to pull that out to find it. Um, but uh, I remember thinking, like, I don't know, man. I saw that other Judge Dredd movies. It's like that. And I remember seeing the trailer for this and just being like, this is this looks fun. Yeah. And I I was I didn't ever saw the theater to be to be truthful. I wanted to, but it just kinda I really wanted to see this in three D, but I don't think anybody I knew was willing to spend that much money, money. to go see it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I didn't want to go by myself, so I didn't. Yeah. But I did catch up with it. It was recently on Netflix. I think they just removed it, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. But um it's a lot of fun. Oh, oh man. Spoiler alert. 
Um, yeah, I had a lot of fun watching it. But let's talk about the cast and crew. So sure. who is the cast and crew of, of Dread? So um, actually, uh, from what I've read, uh, the history of this movie, the, the most important figure in this movie is um, actually writer Alex Garland. Okay. Uh, so he is a writer, a film writer of some note. He wrote 28 Days Later. He mm-hmm. wrote Sunshine. Okay. Um, he wrote uh, The Beach, actually. He's written a lot oh, of right. stuff. Um, a lot of a lot of films, but um, he was the one who who really sort of started working on this project and got it off the ground. And I guess he wrote two other scripts, or at least script treatments for this movie that he scrapped because they because he kind of knew what kind of movie he wanted to do, and and he didn't want to try to do too much basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he he came with this movie. Actually, he almost worked with Duncan Jones on this movie. Oh, really? Duncan Jones is uh, David Bowie's son who made Moon and Source Code. Uh, but then apparently he had different visions for the movie and, and, and so ended up being directed by uh, this guy, Pete Travis, mm-hmm. who um, hasn't really done much else. He did Vantage Point in 2008, mm. uh, which looks like a cop movie. I don't know. It could have been interesting. That's that's about it. That's his major credit. Um but yeah, but from what I've read about the movie, uh, the guy Alex Garland who wrote it, uh, he was so involved that he very nearly got a co-director spot. Really? But yeah, because of some weird, you know, f- uh, film directors guild or something, it, it didn't end up happening that oh, way. Well. But he he was involved with editing. He was actually on the set uh, during shooting and stuff like that. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, S- so who is our cast of this movie? Well, we've got um, Carl Urban. Carl Urban doing honestly. Well, doing- Carl Urban. From from the bottom of his nose, doing and below. Judge Dread proud, doing oh, it man. right, doing he, it perfect. He yeah, even he's got the frowny face the whole time, the whole time, and like he just does it right on. Like that's what Judge Dread is, and I think that's what in that old one. And you're right, they pay for Sylvester Stallone, they probably want to show his face. Yeah, and this they're just like, and not that Carl, Carl Urban no, isn't he's because not a, he's great. I know, I know a lot of, and I'll be straight, and I'll, I'll be honest Lord with you, of the I Rings. Know. Well, yeah, Star Trek. And I know a lot of ladies who are like, he's an attractive man. He's a manly yeah. looking man. And like, so he's not, it's not that he's not hard, easy on the eyes, but it's just that he'd play that character like, Carl, you're never going to take that mask off. He's like, probably, okay, that's the character. Yeah. I will never take it off. I mean, and I think that that, he does it right on. Like, you don't, you don't really need a lot of introduction to who Judge Dredd is because you mm-hmm. kind of already figure that out. That they do a really good opening scene with these, uh, with these guys, uh, like, they're like on motor, on, are they on motorcycles? No, no, they're in a VW they're, bus. They're in a VW bus that's doing drugs that, that slow it's everything a, down. They, they do the, uh, they do the before credits scene. Yeah, they do. They, they do, do before credits action scene. Yes, they do. Yeah, uh, you know, James Bond, Goldfinger. Mm hmm. Um, what, who That's else? Who else is in our in our movie though? Who else uh, is so uh, we have Lana Headley. Yes. Uh, or Heady. She's mm-hmm. an L. Huh. Who is she? and she is? She, our, she plays. Uh, she plays our antagonist. She plays Mama. Oh, okay. Uh, and she she's is really, from. She's really one of Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. She's really one of them. That is a. Uh, she has a like, voice on Uncle Grandpa. <laughs> if you if any of you guys watch Game of Thrones, you're like, who is this? It's a uh, Cersei Lannister, who we all love to hate. Unless you if you like her, which some people do, I just shake my head at you. But you know, you're entitled to your opinion. Everyone's everyone's opinion is is in some way valid. Okay. We talked about this, Ryan. I know. Art is subjective. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, continue. Uh, and then, really, <laughs> the only other major character of note is uh, Olivia Thurlby. Yeah, I've seen her in a lot of things. She's in Juno. She's like the friend in Juno. Yes, you've seen her in things. If you saw, you'd be like, "Oh, I know her. I know. I know her." Yeah, face. It's, except that in most other things, she has she's and she's naturally a brunette. Mm-hmm. And in this movie, she's blonde, mm-hmm. which threw me off because I was like, I feel like I recognize her. She's but blonde I, in Juno, I think too. Uh, no, no, I think she's not. I think Wasn't she's got she? brown hair. Yeah. No. Okay. Well, there you At go. Least the pictures that I saw. Oh, okay. Well, I haven't seen Juno in a while. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much right. It's a really small cast. And the nice thing about this movie, it's a sandbox movie. 
Oh yeah. Do you, is, do you want to for maybe uh, people who aren't very film literate? Sure, sure. Uh, do you want to know? We'll explain what what sandbox. Sure, sandbox, sandbox movies. movies uh, it's also similar to the concept of a bottle episode in TV. It's basically a, a movie that only happens in one place. There's only one location, and everything stays there the whole time. Yeah. Uh, you know, kind of. It's the like. What's the a good example from? of a of a of another it would uh, be sandbox movie? Like any Star Trek. Oh, a sandbox movie. Yeah. Um. 12 angry men yeah there you go that's a great I mean, that, they're they're in one room classic, the entire time yeah. that's kind of an old classic would you um, argue jurassic park is a sandbox movie no because there's some set there's some sets there's a few different sets like that's true. part of but the part of the concept location. of that is is yeah i mean it's one location well, like but it's psycho an is psycho uh sandbox movie sort of? i haven't ever seen psycho what are you serious ryan come on buddy Sorry, I haven't right. ever seen um, that movie. 12, oh, you know what's a good, another good one? A Rear Window. That's a good sure. sandbox movie. That all takes place in his speaking apartment. Speaking of Alfred Hitchcock. Yeah, Alfred Hitchcock again. Hey, um, so speaking of Alfred Hitchcock yes. and filmmaking terms. MacGuffin. There's, yeah, the MacGuffin of this movie. So a MacGuffin is a it's a filmmaking term. It's the thing that everybody's trying to get um, in uh, in Lord of the Rings. No, that's not a good one. Uh, <laughs> let's try that again. In uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, yeah, well, well that's, that's our the, go-to. In Raiders of the Lost easy. Ark, it's the Lost Ark, the yes, Ark of the Covenant. It's true. Uh, we had another one recently. Um, I, oh, I got a good one. Sure, in it. it's a mad, 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 mad world. It's, it's the uh, the, treasure buried under the giant W. Yes, correct. Yeah, right, there right. you go. That's a great one. <laughs> um, not really. Oh, it's kind. You know what? That's kind of an action movie. I would give us a yeah, pass yeah, to watch. It's a mad, 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 oh, mad gosh, world. Gosh, that movie's so silly. It's a lot of actions. Cars flying off cliffs and car chases and uh, airplanes. Yeah. It's and wacky. Yeah, it's it fun. Wacky. I would give us a pass to watch. It's a mad, 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 mad world. It's not based on a comic book though. So that's not the way. No, for a while we'll have to wait on that one. Um. So, uh, but yeah, I, I would say in this movie, what's the MacGuffin in this movie? Um, it's kind of different. I think for, obviously for, for Dread, it's, you know, finding Mama and completing the mission. Yeah, I think it's, it's taking down the gang, taking down the gang leader. I think and it's taking down Mama. What's, 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 what's Mama's motivation? Is getting rid of the judges. Yes. Okay. So it's, it's, yeah. it's yeah. Not it's, being taken down. So winning. Yeah. Yeah, it's winning. <laughs> Um, well, she's kind of got like a position and she's trying to defend her position. That's which true. Is she's the, she, they live, it's this huge, so the whole movie is set in this huge kind of apartment complex living. It's like a city sized apartment What building. do they call it? Peach something? Peach? peach trees. Peach trees. That's right. Which is, it has like such a sweet name. It's like, a apparently it's the, the name of the restaurant that the actor, that the writer and director first met at. When oh, they really? they first started talking about the movie. Really? That's awesome. Yeah. But it, it's in line with names of other, uh, Judge Dredd. I guess I, I guess Judge Red is, is from the Rowdy Yates building. Oh, okay. Which is a Clint Eastwood character. And oh, okay. The character of Judge Red is based on the character of Clint Eastwood. I could dirty see that because yeah. he's like, man yeah. Time. He's sort of like a, he's sort of like Dirty Harry slash the man with no name. Well, and they get so what happens the the be, the basic kind of setup of the movie is that they uh, Judge Dredd kind of takes on uh, kind of a ward, I guess I'll say, or like a like a well, uh, she's a trainee. Like a trainee, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's like putting her through his, her paces to and, see if she can yeah. become a judge. Well, and the, the entire premise is that basically everybody, there's this huge world ending catastrophe and everybody pretty much lives in this one giant mega city in the middle of, the, of nowhere. Well, no, the mega city is, is stretch, stretches from Boston to Washington, D.C. Well, it's still in the middle of nowhere because everything around it is just like yeah, devastation. It's just city and nothing else. Yes. Um, it's this huge giant mega city. And, like, they say the and these buildings are enormous. The they're... Earth, they're does the Earth population? I don't, there? I don't remember. They didn't really say. They didn't. They don't really. They don't really spend a lot of time being like, "And this is what happened, and this is why." It's just they like, don't. This, this is what an origin Boom. story. No, this isn't. This doesn't try to explain the world of Judge Dredd. This no. is just. This is what it is. Let's keep moving. Yeah, they do it really quickly right at the beginning. They kind of give you the world, and now we live in this giant mega city. Mega city. What yeah, do they call it? Mega city one. Mega city like one. Yeah. Yeah. 
And so, and it's ruled by, you know, to make things go faster because there's so many, it's ruled by the judges and the judges are the people who are kind of like the police department, but they're judge, jury, executioner. Judge, judy, and executioner. Correct. Um, And so we kind of get a brief idea of what a judge does when we have that little opening pre-credit scene with Judge Dredd chasing those guys down. Yeah. And they're doing this drug. What's the name of the 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 drug? Is it called slow-mo? Yeah, I think so. Slow-mo. It's basically like in an inhaler. Yeah, it's like an inhalant, and what happens is like when you take it, it makes everything look like an Instagram filter. Yeah, and when everything's slow, like your life goes into slow mo. Which is which is part of the reason I'm kind of bummed I didn't see this in 3D. Because that would have been awesome. It seems like, like when the, she's like shaking that, like, her hand super and filtered, water. like really twinkly, su- like super high frame rate shots would have looked really cool in 3D. Oh, for sure. Especially because I think they actually shot the movie in 3D. They didn't post process it. Yeah. Uh, so that would have been that would have been rad to see. Now this movie's really brutally violent this movie is rated r and the thing is that's awesome because the judge red comics are are also really really violent yeah and so they don't say bad words in a judge they say things like drock yeah but this is a rated r movie so why not yeah so um but they, but so they take on so so ju- the judge dread is ju- the judge dread judge dread is taken on this trainee who turns out is kind of a mutant sort of yeah yeah she's has a, like she's a mutant with telekinetic the, power no, no telekinetic tele- tele- telepathic, telepathic powers yeah. um, she can like tell people or like yeah she what, can what sort of read people's minds read people's minds Professor and sort of X Professor uh, Professor Xavier from no we're not gonna compare it to Marvel comics no sorry it's a telekinetic power if you don't know what that is no, okay, it's tele- not tele- I'm sorry telepathic power if you don't know what telepath telepathic powers are look them up. Um, so no, no, that doesn't exist in our universe for the next couple months. Okay, that's not in weird. not in the con. I all was right, going right. to mention how Deadpool is also doing. You're wearing a Batman movie. shirt right that's now. That's tet 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 We're in the world has Nintendo. We're in the world of the podcast right now. In the podcast, those comics don't exist. In the podcast, we're not wearing shirts. So that's weird. But like the crazy part about this drug too is there are points where. Because they live in this huge apartment, but like huge, giant, two hundred stories with an atrium in yes. the middle, mm-hmm. and Mama's pushing people off. Yeah, to their so desk. at the beginning, when we're first introduced to her, uh, she is she is killing people by throwing them off of the thing, but giving she them a gives hit them of it slow-mo. first. So it's like this long. So they're falling for like drop. days. Yeah, and it's like oh. And then the thing is, we see them hit the ground and explode in a bag of guts. Like, oh man, it's rough. Yeah. And this whole movie, it's it's kind of like this movie's a little bit like a like a like a I don't know. It has a little bit of hint of Die Hard in there too, because it's like that tower heist type of movie. Yeah. Like we have to journey up the tower to get to the top, which is kind of cool. Not tower heist like that terrible movie, but like we (laughs) have like we have to get to the top. It's like it's almost it's very video game esque. It is in in, a way. In in a way. Yeah. In a way. Um, but in a good way. Like it doesn't ever feel like oh this is pandering or this is no. It just feels like want to get to the top. You're Mm -hmm. with them. You're with them the whole time because. They basically locked down the building and Judge Dredd and um, I don't remember what her name was. Her name is um, Judge Anderson. Anderson. Yeah. Uh, she. They are both in that stuck in that tower. Mister. Mrs. Anderson. And she's like on her test day. So it's like a this is a rookie cop test day. Yeah. He's saying like if you fa- if you don't listen to me you fail the test. Do you understand? Well, like, and he gives her like like if you lose your weapon you fail. If you do this you f- automatic fail. Automatic fail. Automatic fail. Yeah, he is a, like, he lists is a off hard, all these things. He is, excuse my language. He's a hard ass. Oh yeah. Like, well, he's yeah, he's just dread. dread. <laughs> um but there's god the gunfights and gunplay in this movie are are outstanding. Like he well, just and, walks in just and, and that's the cool thing the judges guns are rad. They yeah. have all these different types of bullets so and the judges guns are keyed to their DNA so they're the yes. only ones who can use it. Correct. But then they have different types. Or otherwise of, your hand blows off <laughs> which we see. 
Oh my god! Uh, but they have different types of bullets, and so you can say I need like a high X, which is a high explosive, mm-hmm. or stun shots, or whatever. It's, it's pretty good. And it's pretty great when there's that double cross towards the end there, when it turns out that some of the judges are kind of like oh yeah. So on she, the she calls in some other judges to help out, help take out Judge Dredd. Mm-hmm. And at first, you 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 don't realize what's going on, and it's it's good. It's it's a nice little twist. But then like he just has to take down all these other judges who are like punks compared to Judge Dredd. Oh yeah. Well, this oh, is, this is a good scene there. And then, like, and I, I mean, there, there's, there's, God, there's a lot of good action beats in this movie. It's hard just to pinpoint them all down because there's so many. There's this imp- incredible part where, uh, where Mama is just like literally demolishing an entire floor of the building with a couple of Gatling guns, uh-huh. trying oh, to yeah. take out Judge Dredd and Judge Anderson. Yeah, uh, because because basically what happens? Judge Dredd and Judge Anderson get there and they they take prisoner her basically like uh, Mama's second in command. Mm-hmm. Um yes. and and so most of the movie is them like they first they're gonna send them away for interrogation but they can't because she locks down the building and so it's them sort of like trying to get like keep him safe but get up to her and take her out or something mm-hmm. get him to implicate her so that they can take her out mm-hmm. um and then they find out that like that building is where they're producing all the slow mo for all of Mega City One mm-hmm. so now it's a drug bust yes yeah um. So yeah, so they're <laughs> carting him around the whole time. So they're playing like keepsake, and there's some weird like psychological bits between Judge Anderson and him, where she's sort of interrogating him with her mind bullets, and he's being creepy. And there's some. It's a rated R movie. Yeah, it's rated R. Oh no, yes, yeah. it, it's definitely rated R. I mean, in the ending, I mean, they, they throw her off the freaking balcony. Oh, they do the same thing to her. They give her the shot of slow mo and throw her off. Boom! The balcony. And she's like, oh no. <laughs> That's oh, gonna be man. terrifying. Like when I first saw that, not that I'm, I'm not a druggie, and I would never say to advocate any any use of drugs. Sure. but that'd be a pretty crazy experience. Just to experience life in slow mo for a little bit, being like, "What?" Well, I mean, if you think about it, if you're falling for long enough and you're in slow motion, eventually you're just weightless in slow motion. Like my question is, what happens when you hit the ground? Like you explode. How does your brain process that? Your brain is destroyed. But but does it just like stop where you were? I don't know. Like that's my question. As silly as it is, I'm like uh, that's where my brain was going. I'm like when you hit the ground, is like your brain still like cognizant and just catching up before you hit the ground? It's crazy. I don't know. It's weird. Um, what else though about this movie? Okay, so the interesting thing about this movie to me is that this movie's pretty short. It's an hour and a half. It's an hour and thirty five minutes. Nice little compact. But it, but it doesn't it doesn't like go into a lot. No. But it and it it sort of leaves itself open for a sequel. Which but it doesn't my here's not But happening. not in like a not in like a It's like it could happen or it could not happen. But uh, but not in a classic sequel way. Not yeah. in a now there's a bigger conspiracy we have to no. figure out. Nope. Not in a like like world enlargening way. No. It, you know what this movie feels like? What? It feels like the first episode of the BBC Sherlock. Okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? It feels like it's just like like and that would be the perfect Judge Dredd, not a and because I was reading about the history of this movie and mm-hmm. the other scripts that the guy wrote, and he tried to do like the whole Judge Dredd pantheon and Judge Death and all this different stuff, and he's like, no, that's it's too much for one movie. It would be some bloated three-hour piece of garbage. Which let's talk about bloated three-hour piece of garbage action superhero movies. Mm, okay, for, moving forward, <laughs> Man of Steel. Uh, what I don't know what's, uh, what's that character? What's that about? Batman. Who? What was that third Batman? The Dark Knight Returns? Who? Dark Knight Rises? Who? Is that what that was? Who? Like, can you... Ah, those movies are terrible. What movies? Uh, yeah, exactly. I don't know what so, you're talking about. No, that's what, what are saying. these characters? This movie doesn't fall into that. Is this, is this a Judge Dredd character we're talking about? No. Oh. Okay. So anyway, but this movie is... <laughs> it's short, and it's tight, it's compact. It's a lot like Judge Dredd stories. Yes. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't go into... 
you know, big overarching things. I feel like this it's movie... It's like a comic book. It's, yeah. it's like a comic book. It's one oh, adventure. Man. We don't need to go over everything every single time and do it all. It's like, this is it. It's I what wish, a good comic book movie should I be. I wish it's that somebody this. would look at this movie and say, you know what? We need a series of these. But you know what? We don't even have to release them in theaters. Let's make them with the... Because you... It's not a very expensive movie. No. And and it I I'd keep love going to back see to another one, every time I'd I think about it, I go one. back to the BBC Sherlock, the mm-hmm. the one with uh, Benedict Cumberpatch mm-hmm. uh, and uh, and Martin Freeman, because just like if you think about that, like you could do Judge Dredd that three hour and a half long episodes, mm-hmm. and that would be awesome, and you could tell a bigger story. Because the other thing that's really interesting about this movie. Uh, and and is that Judge Dredd changes just a little bit because he's famous for being this stoic, like you know, tough boy. But but at the at the very end of the movie, where the chief the chief justice is asking him like, oh, did Anderson pass? And and she already like Anderson's already handed Dredd her badge. She's like, I lost my weapon. I know I didn't pass. She storms off, and he says, Yeah, she passed. Yep. And then you know, smash cut to black. Yeah. And and so you're like, oh, but she didn't, but she came through, she did the right thing, you know, they took down the bad guy. I you know, it, it's it's just that little bit of like progression and moving forward of a character mm-hmm. that I feel like even like more recent diehard movies can't handle. Yeah. You know? I and Judge Dredd is basically invincible in this movie. He it's gets tr- shot once and it barely phases him. That's true. Uh, so when you were mentioning Die Hard, I was like, well, it's not like the original Die Hard. No, I mean, it's not like that, but I'm just saying it's like the idea of like, we're locked in this location. We're not going anywhere. Yeah. We're yeah. all happening here. It's not going mm. anywhere. Um, you but know now that I've thought of it, I'm never going to be satisfied until we get three hour long episode, you know, three hour and a half long, like a series of these movies. I would be down for that. As like, a, as a show. Netflix, get on it. Yeah. I mean, there was, I mean, it, it didn't do as well as they hoped. Yeah. I mean, and that's not because it's a bad movie. It's just sometimes movies that are, are good. That's what we call cult classics or the yeah. undiscovered little gems, the well, ones that and, nobody and sees. And I mean, Judge Dredd is, he doesn't have that much name recognition as no. a character. And everybody no. thinks of, oh, you mean that terrible Sylvester Stallone movie? Like yeah, in that's the United States, at least, that's what everybody thinks of. Yeah, I'm I mean, sure foreign. Did this do well foreign? I, I, you know, I don't know. Let me look it up. I'd imagine that in the UK it would do really well. No, I, I, I think that this is, I think it's a good portrayal of the character. I think that it's true in tone to the, to the actual original source material, which is good. And I think it's funny. Kind of we movie. saw a shirt today that said, don't, don't judge a book by its movie. And, <laughs> I, and I agree with that. Like there's a lot of really great comic books or books or things like that, that get movie adaptations that just aren't as good as the, as the original ones. And so a lot of times people just write that off. Cause it's like, Oh, the movie was bad. So that's it. It's like Spider-Man right now. It's like, Oh, those movies are bad. So the comics must be terrible. No, there's some really great Spider-Man stories and, and really great stuff. But a, a Spider-Man gets written off a lot. So much so that when the whole thing went down and no one's supposed, supposed to talk about big two, but because I made that rule up, I'm going to break it real quick. But so much when the whole recent acquisition with Marvel happened now, like mm. nobody, like everyone's like, oh, really? Oh, okay, another bad Spider-Man movie. I'm like, <laughs> come on. Like they got it back to give him a chance. But like, yeah, I, I, I like that this stayed very true to the source material. I like that it had that tone. I, I, I just had a lot of honestly, you know what? I just had a lot of fun watching this movie. Just fun, like I was just like, this yeah. is just a, well, a the thing is, ridiculous you explosion. Don't have to know gun anything about Judge Dredd no. to be into you this know movie. enough. You know enough, right at the beginning. That's yeah. all you need to know. Like it, it's not it, like it did stay really true to the character, and it was a good for fans. But it works for for people who have no idea. But that's also. The, but that's the idea. Is a, a movie that's a good adaptation does what that comic book does, stays true for the fans, but gives somebody who's brand new to it a good little introduction to be like, this is who it is. 
You know, you don't have to do the whole thing over again. Like, we don't have to see Spider-Man's origin again. We already know. Gosh, we know he gets bit by a friggin' spider. We know that Uncle Ben dies. We know all that. I mean, show it in a flashback. You don't need that. I mean, show a scene of him getting bit and then show like, like, well, how did you become Spider-Man? What? Why are you doing this? Well, my uncle. Why don't you, why don't show you, the ba- show. A, a, just a do it during flashback. the title sequence. Not even. Show, actually, I mean, they if, do it. Actually, they do it really good in the beginning like, of Spider-Man too. If yeah, if you're going to, we weren't talking about those. I know. If well. you're going to have him reappear, just do it in a ba- uh, flashback. Have Captain America say, "How? Why are you doing this, son? Why? Why, why are you doing this?" And well, because my they show a little back scene and they show the whole deal and that's it um captain america says i had an uncle ben once there was some good things in those spider-man movies though that i'm that i'm bummed you're talking about amazing spider-man yeah there was a yeah, i haven't good, seen either one of those you know um i will tell you the truth uh, who is it that's playing uh, who plays aunt may and oh uh, hey may i don't know it's uh who's the lady from forest Gump? what's her name i can't think of her. Oh, sally, sally field. field sally field plays aunt may that's oh, pretty okay good. yeah I can some see of the that. casting they got and then martin sheen was uh uncle ben oh wow yeah they for the first martin one they got sheen, they got wow. some good like Cassie, yeah, like oh, that makes the, why do these movies that suck puts so him much? In two different Marvel mo- universe movies. I know it's true. That's impressive. Um, so it's why? What, what do you mean? Sheen. What do you mean he's in another one? Isn't he? In... No, that's Michael Douglas. An Ant Man? Oh, they're not the same person. No, nah, okay. <laughs> yeah, I can understand why they'd be confused. Yeah, I get confused um, a lot. So, so this movie f- budget was forty-five million. Uh, final amount made was forty-one and a half. Uh, so it, it just it, under. It, yeah, just under. I don't know. I I think I feel like. It's starting to get, it's it's you know a little bit of a cult classic. It's fun, I'm honestly, and that's why I'm bummed. I feel like I really this movie's going to age really well. Yes, it, it doesn't will. have a lot of CG. A lot yeah. of the effects seem to be practical effects, mm-hmm. and and um, I feel like this movie ten years down the road is still going to be like a like a quick fun action movie. I agree. I you think know? that. I think this is a good one to watch with your buddies. You're like, hey, you know, you guys want to watch a cool action movie, and like, don't tell them it's based on a comic book. Don't yeah. tell, don't even tell them it's called Dread or has anything to do with that other movie. Just say, just check this out. Because I remember I've been, it was been sitting in my Netflix queue for the longest time. Just like, I gotta watch that someday. And if one day I'm just like, you know what? I'm sick at home today from work, not feeling good. Let's watch Judge Dread. So I, I sat down and watched Dread and loved the heck out of it. It was a lot of fun. Uh, I, I can't stress that enough how much fun this movie is. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a fun action movie. It does have a decent lull in the middle. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like a like a classic like a classic action movie should. Um, you know, but the but part it feels like it's building up to something. It, fe- it feels like there's always for me. I was always like, okay, what's gonna happen? What's gonna happen? What's the next thing they're gonna run into? What's the next problem? What's the next machine gun on that same floor that's, that's shooting at them? Yeah, and you know what? The, all the and murdering everyone. Nobody's. Uh, it, it's interesting because I, I'm so used to action movies having um somebody who like everybody's a martial arts expert in yes. every action movie mm-hmm. but in this movie there's not a lot of close quarters combat no. and especially not a lot of like cool ninja flipping and fighting there's maybe one scene where judge dread goes kind of melee on a group of people but it's mostly just shooting them all in the face mm-hmm. um and and so i kind of i, I don't know i think i was disappointed at first because i was like oh well, he didn't you know go out there and and you know kung fu them all and i'm like well, but you know he's a he's a cop, not a kung fu master. Mm-hmm. You know, and and so it, it fits and makes sense. I just it, I'm just so used to seeing an action movie where where if you're gonna have a battle with somebody, you're gonna square off, and then it's gonna be a kung fu fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you know in in 2000 in our year or 2015, everybody's a kung fu master if they're gonna be in an action movie. <laughs> All right, well, there you go. Um, so Ryan, let me ask you this. Did you watch this alone or did you watch this with, uh, I watched it. Um, actually, so I was watching this movie or I was going to watch this movie and my wife was going to go get food for us. Uh, and then she texts me, she's all, I got an offender bender. No big deal. Uh, 
So go ahead oh, and start no. the movie because it's going to be a little bit. She's fine. The car's fine. I mean, it's like not any more of a scratch than you'd get in a mall parking lot from somebody opening their door too wide. Yeah. Um, but the other person was like flipping out. But uh, so she came in about uh, a quarter of the way in. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she stayed awake the whole time. Cool. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, it was a fun action movie. And you know what's interesting is is the character, the bad guy character, the character of Mama, mm-hmm. is very compelling as a character. Yeah, they they don't just make her the ultimate evil. No, they don't. They she's they, got a backstory that's pretty tragic, actually. Yeah, she does, but tragic and also like brutal and yeah. sort of insane. Yeah, uh, you know, from from external and internal perspective. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's uh, I don't know. I really liked I like I liked that character. And like I think she played a good foil for Judge Dredd because it's it's a it's a very different I don't know, I feel like villains are usually very Judge Dreddy, you know, like yeah. very, you know, like brutal and stoic. And she wasn't at all like that. No. I mean she was brutal. Yeah. But but not at all stoic, you know, mm. and, and and pretty dynamic as a character. Uh, like you could tell that she was worried about Judge Dredd. Yeah. And so she was throwing everything she could at him. Mm-hmm. And she was like, well, all the Gatling guns didn't work. Let me, you know, pay a million well, dollars to these other judges to see if they can and that, And that's why at the very end, it's not like she gets like blasted a hole through her head and dies. Like yeah. They kind of give her kind of a, as messed up as it is, kind of a beautiful exit, which yeah. is nice. Like the whole, I mean, it's brutal. She's throwing him off the bill, but it's that same, like it, it I don't know. It it, it it she never feel. You're right. She never feels like the ultimate evil. She never feels like she's unjustified in doing what she's doing mm-hmm. because she's been pretty brutally. There's <laughs> some some adult things that go down. Yeah. Um. And she's not like. It's not like she's like. Oh, this really like uber hot like baddie. Yeah. Woman. It's like no, she's got like like a scars on her face. She's got these like this like like kind of like short really kind of like almost like she cut it with scissors that she found yeah. in the like kind of haircut like like it, it's it's not. It's not like this big like She's not like glamorous. No, she's not. She's just she's it's real. It's very yeah. realistic, very gritty. Um which I like. Well, uh, and it's, it's funny cuz I mean we complain about gritty, you know, gritty interpretations. But this is of, good gritty. But this is Cuz the character is gritty. The character is gritty, but it's none of it is gritty without humor. Yeah. Or or sort of gritty without realizing what it's doing. It's I not agree. like super super serious. Yeah, you know, it's it's Judge Dredd. So there's always already this sort of level of silliness. That's true. That they don't let go of. Okay, I agree. I, I so. would agree. I would agree with you. Yeah. So, um, me personally, I mean, let's let's just start wrapping up, Ryan. So, final sure. thoughts on Dread before we before we move on to the next, the rest of comic book. Movie. I thought it was a lot of fun. I did too. I, I thought it was it good. I think. Um, I don't know. I I. I think that this movie, because it is such small in scope that a lot of people kind of underestimated it or overestimated it. And then when they watched it, were disappointed. Uh, and so I, I feel like it's, it's unfair that this movie has a reputation that's based on the previous judge dread movie mm-hmm. and based on the fact that it just didn't do very well. Yeah. And so people sort of assume certain things about it. Um, but no, I, I, I watch this again. I would too. Yeah. I absolutely. I, I had a lot of fun watching. It's like something you'd, something you're just like, hey guys, you want to watch a fun action movie? Kind of like you want to watch John Wick. Well, let's watch John Wick, and then you know, after that, we'll watch Dread. Dread's yeah. Fun. So it's that same sort of thing. Like if you had fun watching John Wick, I think you'd have a good time watching this. Maybe not the same sort of world building. Yeah. But same sort of ridiculous action sequences where you're smiling and laughing and having a good time, and it's it's brutal though. It's yeah. pretty violent. So Ugh. keep an eye on that. And there's also kids skateboarding hundreds of feet above the, the ground. <laughs> yeah. And I was more worried about that danger the entire movie. I'm like the one of those kids is gonna fall and die. <laughs> And they're gonna get hurt, and there's no parents. So, Ian, what would you what would you give it out of ten? Hmm, let's Make it see. you go first this time. 
I would say for me, I'd probably give it a good. I'm gonna give it a solid eight. I'm gonna give it uh, eight bodies thrown off of, off of the uh, top of peach trees out of uh, out of ten. That's what I'm gonna give it. All right, all right. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna probably. I feel terrible. I think I'm gonna give it like a seven and a half. Okay, that's that's fair. I was debating. I feel like it, I feel like if it's like a it's like a solid like middle of the road. This is a solid good action movie. Yeah, but it's not like it didn't blow my mind. No, it didn't blow my mind. Oh, look, the only thing kind of blew my mind is the slow mo. The slow mo. Yeah, it's yeah. really pretty looking. Oh, it was really um, pretty. But it's fine. Yeah, I think so I'll give it. I'll give good. it seven and a f- seven and a half. Sparkling droplets of slow motion water, <laughs> right. or or blood, or blood, whatever you choose. Um, okay, great. Well, that and of course we're gonna rate it blockbuster, lackluster overall. Yes. Do we recommend you watch it or can you skip it? I think I it's a blockbuster. blockbuster. I'd yeah, say absolutely. watch it. It's fun. It's great. It's it's, it's the type of movie this podcast is made for. I oh, would say. absolutely. Um, so moving forward, though, so that's gonna do it for Dre. That's gonna do it for the show for the week. But we wanna. Uh, pick a movie from our list. Now, we have a whole list of them. What are we going to do a little differently this time? I'm going to point to Ryan, and Ryan's going to pick the movie that he wants off of our, our kind of list next time. So I don't know. I know I know some of the movies, but I'm going to let him pick the next one, whatever he feels fits best next in the list based off the ones that we have. Oh, so, man. Ryan, which one should we watch next? I want to uh, do the thing I always do to Ryan. Ready? One, two, three, go. What movie? Uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. No! <laughs> oh, no, hey, you, you took All that right. risk. You took that risk. Oh, starring Sean Connery, <laughs> the last thing he ever did. Wait, isn't um, isn't uh, the guy who played the Joker in this movie? Jared, no, what? Heath Ledger? Yeah, isn't no, he? No, no. Oh, That's the dude be. from the Walk to Remember movies in there, isn't he? Shane, whatever his name is. Oh, is that who I'm thinking That's of? That's who you're thinking of. Oh, but there's a lot of people cheap. in this movie. There's, um, what, Stuart Townsend's in this? <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. All right, guys. Well, next time we watch the, uh, the I don't know, the terrible, terrible you're right, it is Shane misinterpretation of Alan Moore's great League of Extraordinary Gentlemen with... The movie LXG or Leave Extraordinary Gentlemen, Gentlemen, starring Sean Connery. So join us next time if you dare for that. And remember whether it's blockbuster or lackluster, we're the Super Action Bros. This has been a production of the Stuff and Things Podcast Network. Exclusively at stuffandthingsnetwork.com.